today, the content could be a little more mature for audiences. So please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. Okay. Today's case for a movie. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Jeez. Y'all gave me the weirdest suggestion and I ran with that. And that was something, alright? <laughs> Today we are talking about Girl in the Basement. Mm -hmm. I will give you a few seconds if you do not want to log off. I mean, if you want to log off or exit it. Girl in the Basement could cause some PTSD. Spoiler alert and some other problems. This content is for mature audiences and may cause issues. Girl with her family having dinner. Amy is older sister. Sarah can't go to the party. Dad seems controlling. Left on a motorcycle. Mom gets to check on her. Dad seems abusive. <laughs> I said this, I know this was just the start of it. Oh my. Just a heads up. If you decide to see if this is based on a true story, it is. And I will explain more of that in this content. Dad, uh, never seen this movie before. Dad waiting on the front porch. The Dad has the door locked, plus a creepy basement. Behind a bookshelf, he has a locked room. Taking a box down the basement, build a bomb shelter. So the previous owners built a bomb shelter, I guess back when people built bomb shelters. And then he added to it. She's trying to free herself. No one can hear her. So, let me explain. The dad locked her in the, in the bomb shelter. It's pretty much soundproof. Hardly anyone can heal her. And he even took away her air. But he tries to muffle the noise she is making. Yeah, so any noise that she was making, not anymore. Like, he muffled it. Irene decided to call the cops. This is a very tiny room. Yeah, like, it's a tiny room in your basement. Sarah lays down tried room trying to find her way out. She tried everything she could think of so far. So she went from trying to figure out if she couldn't get the code, if she could unlock the door, if she could break something. She really does try to get it out of this situation. Okay. Trash can is her bathroom. Yep. Dawn pulls her hair and throws her to the ground. Her dad changes the code every day, which is so messed up beyond belief. He's doing this because she was not following his rules. Yeah, okay, you're just controlling. Got it. 
Now he is even more controlling. Sarah is crying. Don pushes, punches her. Then he dot dot dot. Yes, so the dot 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 means what you think it means. He, um, assaulted her. Yep, let's just say as best as we can. Uh, Sarah is so upset, she is sick. This is a messed up movie. Poor girl. Her dad needs so much help. Irene is talking to the police. Sarah's 18 years old. She is missing her boyfriend who has not heard from her. Don met Chris with the bike. Her dad makes a up a story about Steve, a fake guy named Steve. Don't tell Irene that he has not heard new no uh, new information about Sarah. That if he does, he will tell her. Crazy he is the one who took her. Yeah, so this whole time he's like, yeah, hun, I haven't heard anything about her. I haven't heard noise from her. Like, no one knows where she is. No one knows, like, anything. Yet he's the one who took her. Like, seriously. If that was the mom, I'd be so mad at this point when I find out. If I find out. Okay. Um, Sarah, that if he... Okay. Crazy, he is the one who took her. Bring her a sad-looking cake and a candle on it. Yeah, it was a terrifying-looking cake. It was just so sad and so creepy. Brings her a gift. A pretty red dress. Yeah, it's a pretty dress, but that's about all it is. Makes her put it on. So creepy. Let me tell you, all I wanted to do was try my best to kick the guy and rescue her. But I'm like, even her family didn't know. Like, this is just... Oh, I will tell you the rest of this case at the end. Tell her not to call him dad, but Don from now on. She wants a clock. First she asked to get out of there. Yeah, he was like, you can have anything you want. What do you want? She's like, to get out of here? I'll follow your rules. I'll do whatever you want. Just get me out of here. And he was like, nope. And she's like, what about a TV? He's like, you'll have to earn the TV. So she was like, what about a clock? Because time is so different there. Okay, let's get back into it. Don pulls her hair, throws her nope. This is a messed up story. Okay. Tells her not to call him dad, but Don from now on. She wants a clock. First she wants to get out of there, then a TV, then the clock. Sarah tried to hurt Don to escape, which upset Don very much. So she was trying to escape multiple times and tried very interesting ways to get out of there. She uh, Now she is pregnant. Yep, Don got her pregnant, as in her dad. Her water broke. It scares her. She wants to get out of there, even if she wants to get out even though I don't think. Yes, it is Don's kid. 
They have a little girl. The dad does not help her. Tells her to put things away after she gives birth. Literally the minute after she gives birth. He's like, put stuff away right now. Do what I say. And I'm like, whoa. Like, giving birth is not something that should be taken lightly. And acting like that to a person who just gave birth to your child. Dang. Sarah, uh, says that since there are three of them, soon they should let them out. He gets mad, saying he wants to relax when he is down there. Sarah's daughter is sick, and she needs a doctor. Sarah has two kids with her in the basement. Tells them a story about what happened, but in a nicer way, like how a princess was locked in a dungeon by her mean father, and the handsome prince named Christopher is going to rescue her. And that that's her tr that's the princess's true love. No one has ever heard from Sarah still. Amy found keys in the basement. So the sister in this story was like, mm, there's something wrong here. He's been abusive. She actually thinks he killed her. And that her body is in the basement. She's not half wrong. And she's half right. <laughs> yes, she did think that he did something to her. Like, kill her. Don does not like the look of his new child. Sash grandchild. Sarah says to take this baby upstairs. Don said she was abandoning one of her children. Sarah asks for another child to go upstairs. She explains that there's not enough room for all three children in the basement. And honestly, she does it to get the child a better life because being a child stuck in a basement with no way out, no fresh air, no friends, the only person you know is the people who are in there with you. She's hoping that maybe it'll convince him, like, hey, this child needs more than them and you can take care of it as one of your own. Dawn says, uh, okay. She explains that the, there's not enough room for all three children in the basement. Dear mom, fake note, Dawn, he says, it is written by Sarah. Dawn finds Sarah's real note saying she is in the basement. It says, mom, help, I'm being held hostage in the basement by dad. And the mom didn't read the whole note, so it was ripped off, I guess, somehow. Do not touch her. Oh, oh, wait. Sarah with the note made her wear the sexy dress because she wrote the note. Marie is trying makeup on and uh, sexy clothes. Sarah tells Don not to touch her and that she is just a kid. Marie is sad she can never leave the basement. Wants to know how they met, how mom and dad met. Now it is raining. Irene is crying on her bed. Irene, uh, it's years later and the baby and Irene are, it's her grandchild. She thinks it's Sarah's kid from another man. Irene is crying in her bed because she's worried about Sarah. Back at the basement, it is raining and Sarah is trying to see uh, if there's any way out. There's a leak in the basement. 
And so she's like, Ooh, if there's a leak, there might be a hole. So she was clever and decides to get out a flashlight and signal SOS with the flashlight as best she could. The idiot neighbor, I hate to even say it like that, but really, goes in and says, Hey, um, I see there's like a flash signal coming from your basement. What up with that? Or am I just imagining things? And I'm thinking, if I see a flashing light in someone's basement, I'm going to be calling the cops. Like, hey, um, there's some flashing light coming from a person's house from their basement. What up with that? Or, like, call someone and be like, yeah, what do I do? Maybe call a relative and say, uh, yeah. I don't think I'd go up to the house and, like, mention it to the person because I feel like since I've watched so many of these movies now, I feel like they could be in danger and the person in the house is keeping them there. Sarah's trying to find, is there a way out? She tried really hard to escape. Don beat her up badly and she loses the baby. Yep, she was pregnant again. She lost it because Don hurt her. Marie was very upset by this. Don doesn't seem to care that he killed a child. Buried in an unmarked grave, Sarah's upset. Because of the loss of her baby, Dawn says he shouldn't be, she shouldn't be tired. Like, she's like, I'm too tired to do it, okay? Like, I'm, and I'm like thinking, she just lost the child she carried for nine months. Of course she's going to be tired. She just gave birth and the baby died. And she's being held hostage in a basement. Like, even if she wasn't being held hostage, any normal mom would be tired and stressed and upset and heartbroken. That they lost the child. Unless they already had previous knowledge and they'd still be upset, but they would find like a grieving way to deal with it. He literally killed the child. This this story is just so messed up. Like I said, I don't like Don at all. Kids fight with their mom and things are tough around there. She thinks about Chris. Sarah thinks if she just shut up and she wouldn't have been down there. She thinks if she would have done what her dad had said, she wouldn't have been down there and this wouldn't have been a thing. I don't know. I feel like the dad would have found any little thing because he was abusive towards everyone in the house. She tells the kids the truth. Sarah was tricked into being down. Tells them Don is really her father. So not only is he their father, but he's also their grandfather. Let me tell you, those kids were not happy to hear that. They were freaked out, upset, and they're like, are we freaks? What's wrong with us? And she's like, no, you're not freaks. It's just, I love you and it's just a bad situation. Both kids are screaming and upset by the news that their dad is their mom's dad. Crying is happening. Michael tries to hit Don after he talks down to his mom. Yeah, so it wasn't a good idea, but it was kind of like in that moment you're like, yes, child. Even though you kind of realize this child's weak and never been anywhere. But you're like, at least they're trying to escape. And some people don't like, if they say, oh, but I didn't try to escape, they could be using reverse psychology on them so it's a way of escaping but you're trying to not you know die they both fight 
says his younger brother is more man than him. Don goes to see how many miles he can get on his car. Marie is getting very sick. And here's the thing. Marie getting sick was actually a blessing as much as I hate to say it because she was having a severe asthma attack. But it was a blessing. Marie can die. Don, don't let Tommy's sister die. Marie is finally going to the hospital. See, I told you, Marie getting sick is much as terrible as that was and scary. Because she got sick, they got rescued. Thank heavens. And she survived. So it was like... And Sarah kind of used, like, tricks on him to get him to, like, believe her. Dawn tells Sarah she can't go to the bathroom. Oh, wait. Maria finally goes to the hospital. Sarah's with her. Come on, Sarah. Tell them something. That was me. I'm like, come on. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them already. I was, like, getting too excited. Sarah is with her. So they kept the boy down there because he's like, if you tell anyone, no one will ever find him. Dawn tells Sarah she can't go to the bathroom. Dawn leaves for a second. Come on, run, girl, run. Tell the nurse or doctor or anyone. Dawn sees her and tries to stop her. Thank goodness Sarah does run. Sees a cop. When she sees a cop and a nurse, she starts crying on them. Sarah's scared and is talking to Maria. Cop got the dad. Finally, Sarah and her children are free. Thank heavens for that. Jeez. Boy found in basement, very scared and looks sick. Irene is crying on Tom. The kids, yeah, so they actually didn't know they were in the basement this whole time because he soundproofed it so well that, and hid it behind like, it was hidden behind like a bookshelf and it was hidden behind something like a door and so like it was hard to find. The kids get to play outside for the first time and they're enjoying it. Chris is at show at the end with Sarah. So cute. She got her prints finally. I am so sorry she went through this, but glad she got out. Characters. Sarah, Don, Irene, Michael, Amy, Dr. Chris. Someone asked me, asked for me to review this. I'm not sure why people did, but here it goes. Hope my PTSD doesn't act up. Why? Just why? My PTSD flared up in, like, some of this. Based on a story from Australia. So this was actually based on a true story by a girl named Elizabeth Frittes. Her tragic struggle to escape captivity. You know when you're watching a movie and you're like, please do it, please do it. But you're like, if you were in that situation, I don't know how you would handle it. Like, I don't know how I would handle it. Being on the outside, watching this as a movie and not realizing it was based on a true story. And, like, until, like, I remembered it's a true story in the beginning. I'm like, oh, dad. Her tragic struggle to escape ca captivity. As reported by Oxygen. Elizabeth was held captive by her father from 1984 to 2008. After being drugged with um, 
drugged and handcuffed in their basement. So some of the story details are like not as graphic as the real thing, which is even more disturbing because the story itself was graphic. Okay, after being drugged and handcuffed in the basement, he forced the young girl to write a letter to her mother saying she ran away to cover her tracks. On top of it all, he assaulted her every day, which left her pregnant seven times. Father attempts to raise the children upstairs with his wife, saying Sarah has sent them to be raised by them. April 19, 2008, when Elizabeth lost child lost consciousness, caught, she like fainted, like she was no longer there. In the basement, she finally emerged to take her to the hospital. This public outing raised questions, and soon enough, the entire situation was brought to light. She has changed her name and relocated with her children. She has held in the cellar for 24 years. Her father was financially ruined. Her father was arrested. Yeah, well, let me tell you. If the father's story ever gets told and people know who he is, I doubt he'll last long. Holy cow. Like, really, dude? 24 years you locked her up. Mm-hmm. Her mother didn't know her husband abused her daughter in the basement for years. Only three of her seven kids were in captivity with her. Sadly, one did die just days after birth at the hands of Joseph, named Michael. Catherine, 19, whose hospitalization 11 days led to the unraveling of the most known Worst, one of the worst kidnappings to know. Elizabeth and her mother, who when reunited again after 24 years, were said to have been crying in each other's arms. They cried and didn't let go of each other. So, yeah. <laughs> that was a heavy story. And I have another heavy story for another movie Monday. Uh, I think it's called 12 Years Locked. But I think next week I might try a later story so we're not all going crazy. But dang. Like, give me nightmares, why don't you? And y'all wonder why I looked it up and realized what the story was about. I'm like, great, my PTSD, I don't even know if I can handle it. Mm -hmm. No, just no. It was, oh goodness, that movie was heartbreaking, sad, and I love her resilience against her dad. She tried to get out of there. She tried to pretend like what he was doing was okay. She tried to keep it so the children didn't know until they got older what really happened and how they even got down in the basement. And they kept saying like, up there, upstairs, like, to me it almost sounded like they thought it was heaven up there. And where they were, they were being tortured, and I'm like, dang. And also, a lot of people are, like, speculating if the mom knew or didn't know. It's hard to tell because if a person blocks off that house from you, like, the father would not let her go in the basement. And if she even got close to the basement, he would hurt her. And she was so scared of him that she would just do as he was told, as she was told. And that can happen with, like, a lot of victims. 
I know it happened with me. Like, you just do what you're told, shake your head and go, okay. Because you're worried, like, that could hurt you worse or something worse could happen and you just shake your head. And you could also go into, like, fear mode where you're just, like, in a deer in headlights. Done that. Some people are resilient and will go into fight mode. I don't know if this happened to me now, like, that type of thing, what mode I would go into. I don't think you would know until you're in that situation, but she got out, got her kids out, and got her dad arrested. And I was like, yeah, it took her a while, but she, she definitely was a strong person. I think people like that who have been in these situations are just so strong. And it makes you want to cry. I'm trying not to cry right now because holy cow. I hope you all like this Movie Monday movie Monday podcast. Um, y'all suggested it, so it's all here. I'm pretty sure it tastes Monday. Alexa, what's today? It's Monday, August 23rd. It's Monday. And tomorrow is true... True Creepy Facts Tuesday, and you could check out my YouTube for True Crimes Tuesday, which could be anything from Unsolved Mysteries to literally murder, you know, true crime. You can check out my podcast um, throughout the week except for Sunday. I feel like I do it every day but Sunday. Like on Mondays I do Movie Monday, on Tuesdays I do True Crime Treat a true creepy crime Tuesday or true creepy events Tuesday, whatever. <laughs> then there's also, I think Wednesday is oh, for Pete's sakes, I don't remember. I think. Hmm. Thursday is Does the Show Still Hold Up? Friday is Find a New Show Friday. Saturday is Bookland. I think Wednesday and Sunday are mainly. I do the kids' podcast all weekend, but I specifically do. I forget what Wednesday was. So you could check out my podcast, my TikTok, my YouTube. I will be talking about Jack the Ripper um, and a lot of other cases so you can totally check those out and tomorrow I think I might talk about the Huguenots we will see the French Huguenots we will see if I do or don't have a great day, evening, night, whatever it is, wherever you are Bye for now.